Cecil's Call Cecil ended up on the campus of Johnson Bible College in an entirely different way than I had. He came via California, where he had been living for several years. With a beer in one hand and a cigarette in the other, he was watching TV as the funeral train, carrying the body of Bobby Kennedy, made its way across country. For some reason, the thought came to his mind. Where would my soul be headed if my body was on that train? He knew good and well where his soul would be headed, and it wouldn't be to heaven. He made a decision right then to turn his life over to God, move back to Virginia where his family was living, and become a preacher. He thought he would be unable to stay faithful to God unless he was in ministry. Cecil was no stranger to ministry. Bruce Rockwell, a young Baptist minister in Spencer, Virginia, and his wife, Mary Frances, had taken Cecil into their home in Cecil's late teenaged years. They literally took him right out of jail and promised to be responsible for him while he finished high school. Spencer is one of those very small communities in which everyone knows everyone else. The Bird family was particularly well known because of the four handsome, athletic boys and the tragedy of their mother's death in an automobile accident. The Rockwells treated Cecil as if he was their own son, an older brother to their young children. They had rules. No drinking, no smoking, no breaking curfew. There were chores to be done, too, like mowing the grass, and no going out until you did, and no going out on school nights, either. Get that homework done, boy, and you'd better be in church on Sunday. And that he was. Those years living with the Rockwells were a formative time in Cecil's life. He even managed to graduate from high school during those two years, a couple years later than most in his class, but better late than never, as the old saying goes. Once he was out from under Brother Rockwell's supervision, he returned to his wicked ways. The gospel seeds, however, had been planted. Having been under the influence of Brother Rockwell as a Baptist minister, and having been baptized at Mayo Baptist Church during the time he lived in the Rockwell home, Cecil left California and returned to Virginia in hopes of enrolling in a Baptist college. His plans changed when his sister, Sharon, introduced him to Vernon Eaton, a young minister at Morgan Ford Christian Church in Ridgeway, Virginia. Vernon, also known as Butch, told Cecil about Johnson Bible College, the college from which he had recently graduated. He called the college and secured a place for Cecil, just like that. A few days later, with nine dollars in his pocket, waiting on the side of the road for Walter Thornton to give him a ride to Johnson Bible College, Cecil smoked his last cigarette. God's call on Cecil's life was just beginning. Little did he know that the next steps would lead to Africa. Those steps would come in a whirlwind, a whirlwind in which two became one, a whirlwind in which Cecil and I were commissioned.